Hi, Steve here. I haven't done a good job of getting the word out about what is probably one of the most fantastic things that you can get your hands on right now to try and detox. What it does is it detoxes your body at the nanoparticle level. And if you've noticed, we have been sprayed for years, decades, and we're being sprayed with heavy metals in the nanoparticulate level. So what can you do to get rid of these things out of your body? Because I know that they're causing a lot of health issues in different forms and everybody reacts to these heavy metals, the aluminum, the barium, the strontium, things like that. Everybody reacts differently to them. Of course, you see the pharmacia, you know, the big pharma companies, they're out there advertising all their different products that they want you to take. Pop a pill, this will help your skin condition. Well, guess what? Everything they put out has some kind of side effect that will affect your body or attack your liver. Well, guess what? I've got something to tell you about that I use and it doesn't have any side effects. It's only got good effects to help you detox those heavy metals and nanoparticulates in your body. It's called Advanced TRS by Coceva. And I use it all the time, every day. And I have seen tremendous results. This stuff really works. Hi, Steve here. I'm looking at the news and I'm asking myself, why don't more people see this? Especially people in this country and especially Christians and people who know what the Bible says about the end times. We are living in, I guess, what can only be compared to what Lot must have felt like in Sodom and Gomorrah. I hear a lot of people say, God's judging this country. No, no. God is not judging America. When God judges, he's going to judge this whole world. And that's not too far away, but it's not yet. Look at some of these stories and stop and ask yourself, what's going to happen when this government right here in America implements their new digital currency? So you might have missed what happened Wednesday afternoon at the Fed. But they started their CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency. Uh, by the way, um, India just rolled out its retail uh, mm -hmm. pilot program for digital rupees as well. Don't worry. I think maybe we should start having the conversation because this is coming. Maybe we should start having the conversation of, gosh, this looks like the mark of the beast. FTX blew up in spectacular fashion. It looks like fraud. But in the wake of that, rather than thinking through, like, why did regulators let this happen? There's a new effort underway to regulate every single financial transaction that occurs in this country through something called the Central Bank Digital Currency, CBDC. If that happens, we're done. They can control you with a flick of a switch. The central banks have decided essentially to take over. And the ultimate sort of completion of this will be when they introduce digital currencies controlled and operated by the central bank. Why is that important? Because they won't be currencies, Dell. They will be a financial control system. To implement that system, they need the vaccine passports. And the goal of the vaccine passports have nothing to do with health. They have to do with implementing a new digital 
financial transaction system, which is in essence complete control. Dr. Naomi Wolf said, vaccine passports are the end of human, human liberty in the West. And she's absolutely right. When Amarova was nominated for control of the currency, she had just published an article in the Vanderbilt Law Review saying inflation is a problem. No problem with CBDC. You just freeze everybody's bank accounts. They can't get any money. Amazing. Yeah. How close do you think they are to doing that? Because we've seen them do extreme moves out of the blue, like the lockdown. I, I think they're the fastest they could try is maybe a year, year and a half. What they seem to be doing is with the WHO Treaty and the vaccine passports, you know, getting a complete control system in place before CBDC, because I, I think they need another two years. Maybe they can do it in a year. FTX was an op that got brought down in an op. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I was going to ask you about it. But no, immediately, no, like, right, immediately after it happened, they said, you know what? We need that regulation. That's part right. of the op. Yeah. yeah right. right? Okay. You know, FTX was a CBDC marketing plan. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, how, how are you going to market slavery? Right? It's hard. It is. You need well, lots of contrived events. Up until a month before that crash, they had Freed on the cover of Fortune magazine. They had him on Meet the Press. They were hailing well, him. Well, the Times just put out an invite to come hear Freed speak with Yellen and I, did you see that? Yes. It's unbelievable. They feel much more empowered to just, you know, just do an op and, yeah. and, and make it obvious it's an op. Do you know what I mean? And I've never heard a crypto expert who understood the control grid and how it worked. I mean, once they get vaccine passports and CBDCs, they can do that. Then mm -hmm. you're talking about a slavery system and then they can do whatever they want. But the way they'll take down crypto is, is not by taking down the crypto. They'll take down the people, you know, involved in crypto. You know, yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll assert control of the in and out, and then you'll assert the control of all the people you need to assert control of to get control. Ideally, the response to COVID should be the establishment of a global healthcare system, a basic healthcare system for the entire human race. I mean, COVID makes it, it accelerates the process of digitalization and automatization. It legitimizes the deployment of mass surveillance, even in democratic countries, and it makes surveillance go under your skin. The same system that can know if I just got COVID or I have the flu can also know if I'm angry or if I'm bored or if I'm happy. You decide you're gonna bring FTX down right after the election because you don't need it anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you do it in a way you're going to throw it under control of the bankruptcy courts and the Department of Justice. Mm -hmm. And what happens in August, Tom Brady and his wife go to the Bahamas yeah, and come back looking very scared. Yeah, There's a cease and desist order that flies around at the same time. And the question is, why is Brady skipping, you know, training and i think the first two games of the season or something I, I don't know i have to look into the detail of it but he's getting a divorce as well well is he getting a divorce or is that for asset protection yeah right amazing they had him they had him so wrapped in with that operation he was doing commercials for it right so in theory it depends on how they but it, it sounds to me like he got a tip they needed that friendly face on top um 
Enron was laundering the money they were pulling out of DOD and HUD. Mm-hmm. And you had the same people running the board as ran the, the big contract, the payment systems at DOD and HUD. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the payment system guys are on, on both sides. And, um, you know, it's sort of that money is coming through. And then suddenly in August of, of 2001, skilling quits and i said "Uh uh-oh they clued him in on what's next and he wanted to get out and then of course 9-11 happened and they 9-11 basically destroyed all the records of everything that was being laundered out right and or that's what it appears and um you know and then they put this guy in charge of cleaning up enron who just happens to be the guy they put in charge of cleaning up ftx well, I think crypto, first and foremost, was simply a prototype for CBDCs. Oh, wow. Yes. Right. So, so you know, here's the way we used to do it on Wall Street at, at the big firms. Solomon Brothers, perfect. You tell 10 different vice presidents to go do something. You wouldn't tell them that you told nine other to do the same thing. And they'd all go try and do it. And they'd all come up with different ways of doing it. And then they'd end up competing and fighting with each other. And from it would emerge, it was a way of getting the best one fast. So yeah. instead of asking one team and then firing them and getting a new, you just ask 10 guys to do the same thing. And, and that's the way you prototype. Prototyping is very organic and very messy. And you just try lots of stuff and, and you know that most of them will fail, but in the process, you'll figure out what works. Right. So I think crypto first, first and foremost was a prototype for how you get to a digital control system. And the mistake we're making is, is we're allowing Mr. Global to take it 100% digital, at which point we're in a digital concentration camp. We're yeah. toast. If yeah. we allow that, we're toast. It's over. And that's the central banking digital currency. That's yes. know, that essentially, the, yes. the digital ID, the merger of those two, that's it. You're in a slavery system. You're going to be in a digital concentration camp. If they want to take your kids, they will. No law. There's no law. It's a slavery system. They'll do whatever they want. They could even do it and morally grandstand that they're doing it for climate change, for example. Oh, right. (laughs) Right. Cannibalism, good for climate change, you know. All I can say is we are headed for times that people in this country are not ready for. People in the rest of the world are not ready for. But I can tell you this, if you don't know Jesus Christ, there's no hope for you, none at all. If you don't know Jesus and you would like to know him, I leave a link in the description box below, like always, that you can go to and you can pray along with me a simple prayer that's on this page if you just click that link in the description box below. If you'd like to know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, go down there now. Click on that link, go to that page. I get tired of telling people the same thing, but I never get tired about telling people that they can have Jesus, they can know and have a personal relationship with the living God. If you'd like that for yourself, Ask him into your life. Ask him to forgive you of your sin and set you on a new path for eternity. Think about it. The evil abuse of children 
that the world is waking up to today has been going on for many, many years. The Industrial Revolution was fueled by hundreds of thousands of children sold off of orphan trains at local fairs across the country, many of which were born within orphan asylums and referred to as foundlings. History shows us that not everyone sees an innocent child as someone to protect, and the Balenciaga scandal is exposing a hidden cult that celebrates the death and torture of children. The same photographer who placed the Supreme Court ruling on child porn in the Balenciaga ad that sparked this whole recent scandal also did a photo shoot for France's Double Magazine that featured a traumatized-looking child having her passport photo taken for a trip to the same Disney Cruise Line that provides snorkeling trips off the coast of Epstein's Island, otherwise known as Little St. James. Both photo shoots appear to have been styled by Russian stylist Lada Volkova, a highly celebrated stylist in the fashion industry who works for Vogue, Adidas, Chanel, and has been a top stylist for Balenciaga since 2014. She has deleted her Instagram account since the scandal hit, but archived images show a dark appreciation for child abuse, images of violent pedophilia, child torture, child disembowelment, Satanism, and cannibalism. Many of these images are appreciated by her rich and famous designer friends, Gosha Rubchinsky and Mark Jacobs, both accused of peddling pedophilia in their own work. A recent video shows what appears to be fake babies sold in blood-spattered Balenciaga swag. It's in your bag. In my bag, uh, like stuff for me. Like, can we do what's in the bag? Right as the Balenciaga scandal goes viral, Hollywood actress Nicole Kidman, who was recently glamorizing eating bugs, proudly releases her own Balenciaga ad on Instagram. From what we are learning about these people, it seems strange for us to put our faith in any single one of them. And by all appearances, this wasn't an accident. It seems to be another demoralizing psyop. The Balenciaga stuff just gets worse and worse. Check this out. The people that recruited all of the models for Balenciaga's runway show was a woman called Rachel Chandler, who um, has been on Jeffrey Epstein's island. She's even posted the picture on Instagram of CCTV footage back in 2013, bragging about being on an island. This stuff's got me wondering if all high-end fashion brands are just fronts for human trafficking. So most of us know by now that Balenciaga got themselves cancelled by having BDSM bears photographed with children. The same style bears were featured in one of their last runway shows, which was held in a mud pit, as if the brand weren't disgusting enough. But who opened for the show? Yeah, Kanye West was pretty close with Balenciaga before they got canceled for that last photo shoot. Kanye's been all over the place for years. Everybody knows that. I'm sure he's been through a lot. I feel for him, but let's keep our eyes open, yeah? It's a very small club, and yet the majority of us still seem to obsess over them, like royalty, which begs the question, do we have any power? And if we someday find that we do, what are we going to do about this evil?